Welcome back to the Conehead Sports Podcast. I'm here again for basically my co-host at this point, Braden Nevius. It's great to have you back on. What's up? I, hey, man. I, I'm doing good. I, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, what is this? The fourth consecutive time I've been on? I mean, I, I mean it's probably four or five. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure, but I think it's four because uh, I think you had someone in between my first appearance or two people maybe. But hey, I mean, if you want to call me co-host and okay <laughs> i'm happy to be here i think i did have cal somewhere in the middle of one of them maybe i but... think i had cole kublik in that time too <sighs> that seems like forever ago that seems that was so long ago everything seems like forever ago here's the here's what's what's funny is like november like bat, football games f- feel like forever ago but last march doesn't feel like forever ago you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, it's weird. For like the first couple months of COVID, it felt like everything was going so slow. But now I feel like everything's been going fast for me. Now I can't speak for everyone. But for me, it feels like the first couple months of COVID were just a long, drawn-out mess. And now I feel like everything's going by fast. I'm going to say – I'm going to see – let's see. When school went back in session the second time for me, which was probably early January, that's when like pace started to hit and like everything felt more normal than it really was. But normal is normal just doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, I'm, I mean, January was, of course, the NFL playoffs and y'all went back to school and. Uh, college basketball was getting in the conference play. So I can see how that was kind of like a return to normalcy. Oh, for sure. And school school for me has been pretty good because I, um, I have some really cool teachers where, I mean, they'll give me one worksheet a day. Yeah. I do it. And then I got my computer. I don't want I don't like to say this, but I do like to play Minecraft. I feel like a nerd saying yeah, that, I, which I shouldn't. There's nothing but, wrong with Minecraft. Like, don't feel embarrassed to say that. When I'm at school, you know, you got the trash Wi-Fi. You got the everything's unlocked but when you have minecraft they can't touch that because like an application on my computer <laughs> so i just i mean i just play that in my my card time teacher mr logan who i think listens to my podcast we'll see shout maybe out if he for, shout out for sure you. for sure definitely one of my favorite card time teachers i've had in the last four years but i've had some really i don't did we didn't have card time freshman year did we no uh i don't even know if we had it sophomore like didn't it start junior year i think we had it i think i had it sophomore year because i remember having it with mr gravit the german teacher yeah. which rest in peace i think he had oh, a heart attack. you know what you're right you're right because sophomore year i went to ecs afternoon so i never had it so okay yeah you're right but i mean i've I've been lucky with some pretty solid card time teachers where they're kind of just like i i probably shouldn't say this and i might i shouldn't but like they're like Listen, this is what we're supposed to do. I'm going to give you a 30-second summary and then do whatever you want for the rest of the period. <laughs> hey, and I'm, hey, as long as you don't call out names and no one will ever know. So cannot absolutely cannot complain with my teachers and like I don't know, just the Scott Count, I don't I can't speak right about Great Crossing, but you went there one year, didn't you? Right. So from the sophomore, for anybody who doesn't know, we had a high school, they split in half and now there's because we had one huge high school, now we have two pretty decent sized high schools still. But my freshman year, it was maybe it was because I was a freshman. I don't know, but there was a lot of. I mean, 
they were locking down kids. They were, everything was a little more strict. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, it was a little bit more of that, but a little less. And then my junior year, I'm not kidding. These last two years of high school have been some of the best uh, administration-wise, even though I don't really like our principal. Um, and like, just like everybody just seems chill. Yeah. I, it, it's really weird. Well, for me, peak high school years were sophomore year and junior year. I mean, senior year, of course, it's just been a whole mess. But, um, you know, sophomore was the really the only year that we got the f- the full, like, big high school experience, you know, like, all together as friends. Because, you know, like you said, freshman year, we were in that ninth grade school, and they kind of kept us away from everybody. And then, but sophomore year, like, we ran with everybody. You know, our friends, people older than us, people younger than us. And, uh, and then, of course, after that, they split for the junior year. So I, for me, sophomore year was my favorite, and then junior year is a close second. Um, I think I did hate the idea of the ninth grade center. They really did cram a whole bunch of us there, and it's weird now, like being like, okay, there's a there's a freshman. We couldn't even like people don't understand how like crammed in we couldn't even wear like actual backpacks. We had to wear like the string whatever. Uh, drawstring backpacks you couldn't even wear an actual backpack that's how like contained it was but it's weird seeing my little brother last year I used to see him go through the hallway when he was a freshman I'm like that nope I never I have a brother who's two years older than me and one two years younger than me and I used to never see my older brother in high school like when I was walking around and now I see my little brother literally all the time and it's so weird I'm like how did this ever happen yeah I mean they shouldn't have let the freshman well (laughs) but you know, you kind of got to train them freshman year to get ready for that high school experience. So I feel like kind of keep them away from everybody, you know, for freshman year. I mean, like we had to do that and every other freshman's had to do that. So I think they should have kept that going. It's also, I mean, they always say that like in middle school, they're not going to tolerate that in high school. Don't let anybody ever, <laughs> ever tell you that they don't, they do do anything for you in high school. They don't, you get the longest leash possible in high school. It's kind of funny. And and then, you know, a little bit of insight here. I don't know if you're taking any college classes or not, but in college, that leash gets even longer. <laughs> you know, and then you hear the high school teachers say, oh, well, that won't fly in college. It will most definitely fly in college. Uh, I've, you know, I won't say any names again, of course, but I had a teacher one day, or a, my bad, a professor, uh, Oh, yeah, they're professors once you go to college. Exactly. And um, one day they just said, sorry, guys, I don't feel like getting up early today. So, <laughs> and, and, you know, just stuff like that. And, you know, it's happened a few times. College, like, I'm not a big school person in the first place. But mm-hmm. but college has been pretty laid back, so I, so I really enjoy it. I think, I mean, I'm not a school person either, but I realize the, the need of – my goals in life don't happen. They they can only get to a certain point if I don't go to college. And I feel like college is a big part of, I mean, what I need to do. Right. But I feel I feel that like now it's at that point, and I like saw some like tweet about this. It's that point in school where even copying the answers off somebody is too much work. <laughs> so that that's where we are right now, and I feel like that's college too. I haven't learned like, anything you, in the past year and a half from this COVID stuff started. So, oh, no, not at all. It, like I miss the real I mean, I sort of I sort of miss the real 
school experience when things were at least a little bit challenging. Now it's just, you know, get on Quizlet or Socratic or find something that you can cheat off of. I mean, I'm not saying I cheat, you know, I'm not. Oh, for sure. I, Neither. No, definitely no, not. I, absolutely I, not. I'm, I'm, I'm other people, <laughs> you know, just what I've seen. Um, but, you know, it's just become a little bit of rinse, wash and repeat. And it's getting kind of boring. I think being in like person is a whole lot better because I wasn't even going to any of my Zooms. I felt the, I could teach myself, but when I'm at, I just, I'm more focused when I'm at high school and the social, the social part of high school, I feel like is big. And I feel like some people aren't getting that. They're like, I'm just going to stay home virtual so much for fun. I get to sleep in. I mean, I feel that to an extent, but I've, I've heard some people be like at home school is really just not where it's at well i'm one of those people i mean i've been virtual the entire spring semester not by choice um bctc is just all virtual this semester but as far as the school part of it goes it's actually kind of easier but for me i like i'm a social person and i really miss the social aspect of all of it so it, that'd be that'd be pretty weird if you weren't a social person and we do a podcast it, well, you know, <laughs> some people try and you know, like when I was a little bit younger, like I, I've always been social, but I've had a hard time talking because I had a stutter in the past. It's kind of gone away. But, um, you know, so but now I'm social and, and I can talk for the most part. I might have a couple of, uh, you know, mishaps every now and again. But no, but no, but I love the podcast and I think I'm doing OK. <laughs> think think about like telling that when you get older, like, hey, like kids are students something being like yeah i mean it's something to overcome and not a lot of people can do that i mean imagine having a stutter and still being able to get over that and talk on a podcast well i appreciate that you know i, I mean not to get political but uh, from what political not to get political <laughs> but joe biden has or has or has or has had a stutter too so that i mean so you can be president i mean you know uh so that's pretty cool too wasn't it Michael Kidd Gilchrist? Somebody import like somebody like that, like athletes or somebody had a study really bad, and I can't remember who it was. I'm not sure like, if it was him, but I can tell you this: uh, I know Darren Sproles, uh, running. Back, does he really he used to play for the Eagles, and he played for a few other teams? Not crossing my mind right now, but he he had a stutter too. See, there's no stopping. You can do whatever you want See, in life, no matter Darren no matter the Sproles, challenges. Joe Biden, Braden Eves, we're all. You know, <laughs> Like I'm in that, you know, some elite, you know, maybe not elite company. I wanna, I wanna get a picture of you three together. <laughs> um, that that would be a pretty legendary picture if you ask me. If we can get that done, I'm all for it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's been a while since doing a podcast. There's been so much that's happened. I know you don't follow baseball as much as other people. I feel like that's one of your basketball. I think is number one for you. Am I right? Uh, I'd say it's 1A or 1B with football because I love those about, you know, as equal as it can get. But I love – I don't know why, but that baseball feeling is unlike any other. Because I feel like baseball kind of has the summer locked up because there's nobody who plays in the summer. Yeah. I'm, except for professional lacrosse, but that's on the DL. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, like, I've never been a big baseball baseball guy but but i will say this going to a game is a really fun experience you know i have no idea what's going on for the most part i know <laughs> the three strikes and you're out but 
uh, but going to a baseball game and being in that environment is really fun. And so I, I do enjoy doing that. When I TA for uh, one of my teachers at the high school, I have a book that I just started reading. Do you know who Tony LaRosa is? Tony LaRosa. Uh, I mean, I am assuming he's a baseball player, but I don't know. He's a baseball coach. He also just got a DUI recently. You might have heard him from that. I think he's the new White Sox head coach. Oh, okay. I think. Either he got, like, called as head coach, and, like, a day later he got a DUI. So That's that's unfortunate. (laughs) But he was – I mean, talking – hearing – the game or like hearing reading about the game from a point of view as like a coach of the different strategies that go into you would think a simple game i feel like is the coolest part about sports as a fan seeing what's really going on behind the scenes you know what i'm saying yeah and i feel like that's the same i hopefully can get that i feel like in life behind the scenes of basketball or football i mean even baseball really any of the top three i would be content with just to see professional athletes in their natural habitat right because we always we, we see them as people bigger than who they are yeah well you know i'd really like to go behind the scenes of what happened with kentucky basketball this season oh i mean what well, that's perfect segue into the biggest topic of our podcast really what happened let's i'm gonna pull up the schedule okay and we'll kind of go game by game of I mean, we can. I mean, this was. I remember last year talking to AJ Young. You know who that is? Yeah. And I was talking to him. I'm like, he's a person who follows UK basketball, but doesn't really like the players, the the recruiting, whatever. Sure. And I would always talk to him. He was like, "So, how are they going to be next year?" And I'm like, "Next year, they're going to be insane." I mean. BJ Boston's coming in, like the number six player in the nation. Actually, I think he was like number three. We got Terrence Clark, um, Dante Allen. No, Dante Allen's already there. Um, but coming back, uh, Devin Askew, Lance Ware, Oliver Sar. If you told if you're telling me that, I'm like, this team's gonna be insane. Like, no, how do you beat this team? They're so deep, they're so good, they can shoot. They're, they seem like they're working together because remember the the video that they sent out of Devin Askew, Boston, and Clark shooting in that warehouse? Yeah, I mean, I was so excited after I saw that. I thought, you know, especially with the COVID stuff, you couldn't really get together. But these guys were finding a way to get together and, you know, trying to practice and get better. So I was really excited after that. But I'm like, these guys are going to be insane. And I'm thinking about that next year. I'm like, next year's going to be crazy. Even though it got canceled this year, next year's going to be crazy. So then we start out with Moorhead State. Right. I mean, Kentucky had probably I don't know how many weeks they had to practice, but not anywhere close to the usual. And they wiped the floor with them. It looks like it's a 26, 36, even by 36. It looks like yeah. I'm trying to do the quick maths in my head, but I'm really I can't sure. remember the score. Like was 81, 45, uh, 30, uh, 36, 36. Heck yeah. <laughs> I was. I'm just like that sometimes. Hey, okay. Listen, number like I'm good with numbers, but I gotta see them physically. So just trying to put them in my head does not work. And Cal kept saying, "This is gonna be. This is gonna be a process. All right, you gotta. You gotta work through. You gotta work with me here. All right, we're working with him. Then we lose to Richmond. Okay. This is only the second game of the season. I'm not even really scared. We lose by 12. I'm like, no big deal. BJ Boston scores 20, nothing. They lose to Kansas by three. 
Um, I'm trying to figure out what happened in that game. Why did we lose? Kentucky was up. I, actually, I remember this game quite a bit just because of how disappointed I was. Uh, Kentucky got up big in the first half. I mean, well, big meaning like double digits for a little bit. And uh, and then in the second half, you know, we did this all season. We just couldn't hit a shot. And, uh, and then late, Kansas took the lead. And then I think we cut it to three. And then – but basically, we had a big lead, and then we choked in the second half, which was basically what happened all season for us. Yeah, that's pretty much an all season, like uh, st- the story. Um, that was a big one. Georgia Tech, which would have been a quality win looking back now that they got in the tournament. Morehead State was a quality win. Oh yeah, because they had that. They're also in the tournament. Yeah, they're, I mean, they, <laughs> uh, they won. They've won like like nineteen out of the last twenty they've played, I believe. I mean, they are coming into the tournament looking really good. The only team in Kentucky who will be in the NCAA tournament. That's embarrassing, but it is what it is. Hey. We'll get we'll get to that in a yeah, second, right, too. Yeah. Um, then, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, we should have won that one also. I mean... That, looking, we should have won a lot of these. That second half of that Notre Dame game might have been the most exciting basketball I've seen this team play all season, even though it... You know, it was like a comeback game, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we were down twenty-two or something like that at halftime. I mean, I mean, I mean we were down big, and then we came back, and uh, Sar had a chance to win it, and he or tie it, or win it or tie it, and and he missed it. It's just sad. And then North Carolina, you know, Louisville mm. also should have beat should have beat Louisville. Should have beaten Louisville. I mean, I mean, we we can go through every team we played and say we should have beaten them. <laughs> Honestly, then Mississippi State, Dante Allen did what he does best, shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Vandy, Florida. Florida was January 9th, Florida, a huge win. That's when I was – we're four and six at this point. Yeah. I'm like, this is – we're three and oh in conference play. I'm like, okay, let's try something. This looks good. This is, And then we lose Alabama by 20. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, nice. Those back-to-back games there, after the Florida game, I, I really thought we had turned the corner – and that we were going to go on this big run. And even if we had still lost to Alabama that next game, I would have been all right. But getting beat by 20 at Rupp Arena was really, <laughs> really emotionally draining. Then Auburn, Georgia lost, beat LSU by a very good amount. Uh, quality win. LSU's a good team. Exactly. Then we lost to Bama again. That Texas game got canceled, which was probably for the best because they probably would have killed us. Mm-hmm. Um, Missouri, Tennessee, Arkansas, all L's, but all of those teams are also tournament teams. Mm-hmm. Auburn, Vandy, Tennessee, Dubs, and then we're eight and thirteen at that point. Also looking pretty terrible. And then just to finish it out with the Florida, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Mississippi State game where we also should have won that game. I don't. We'll go back. Let's go back to that March eleventh. That was three days ago. No way. That was three days ago. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Talk about I'm in English class and my teacher is trying to talk to us about something. And I'm like, listen, Kentucky's down by one point and they have the ball. All right, just give me a second. They have a timeout. Don't you get over half court and call a timeout? Uh, I would say in most situations, yes. But then, Cal's philosophy is weird. But, but I mean, to be fair to Cal, I mean, and I'm sure we'll get to our Cal criticisms here in a minute. But – to, to be fair to him, I remember in that South Carolina game, we 
were in a similar scenario. We called timeout after we passed half court. Uh, this is at the end of the first half. And th- threw the ball into Boston, and he ran into a double team, lost the ball, and went to halftime. So I think Cal was like, well, maybe this team isn't capable of handling uh, out-of-bounds play from half court. So And to be fair to Cal, I, th- I think he called up a good play. I mean, it was a good play. I mean, he got Dante Allen open for a three on the wing, which was Kentucky's best shot all day. And I do not agree with the people who said, "Oh well, you know, like you you, you should have drove to the basket there at the end of the game." Kentucky no. has not made a layup all season long. What makes you think they're going to make one now? <laughs> I don't have any confidence that I, I had a lot more confidence in a mince three, an Allen three, or heck, even a Sar three than I would have had with a layup attempt by any of our players. So I was okay with that shot. Yeah, I was too. Um, Somebody said it looked like it was going in from the entire get-go, but it just didn't. So, I mean, I don't think that changes anything if we beat Mississippi State, really. No, I mean, it's kind of disappointing to, you know, go into that tournament knowing that, that, you know, this is do or die. And then to come out and lose to Mississippi State like that, like it was kind of, to be honest, a perfect, uh, you know, symbolic, perfect symbolism. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Perfect symbolism of this entire season, you know, just. I'm going to I'm gonna pull up something that Kyle put on Twitter, okay. which I thought was all, all it, so hilarious. He said, next time you laugh at the mental gymnastics of a conspiracy theorist, just remember there are people who woke up this morning actually believing UK would win 10 games in a row. <laughs> And I was like, "Come on, don't do us like that." <laughs> I mean, you know, the the fan in me, of course, thought, "Oh, maybe there's a chance." But uh, to be honest, I only expected us to win one game, and then we couldn't even do that. So I mean, because <laughs> I don't know if you saw what Alabama did to Mississippi State the next day. I mean, they tore them apart. It, Absolutely tore them apart. I mean, it probably. I mean, I think Kentucky could have you know, not gotten beat by 32 or or whatever margin it was. I think it was 37, actually. Uh, it but, was 37, yeah. But Kentucky would have lost by double digits. So it, so I, I guess if we're going to get put out of our misery, just get it over with. It, it would have been nice to watch it on a Friday, watch another game, even though they would have gotten spanked. It would have been nice to watch it, but it is what it is. Um the SEC, though, looking pretty good going into the tournament, honestly. Yeah, I mean, uh, that SEC title game today was one of the most entertaining games I've seen all season. Um, you know, LSU almost, man. That initial shot was not exactly pretty, but they got the rebound, and he got it off, and it bounced around the rim. I, I You know, just how March goes, I thought it was going to fall in. And it fell off the rim, and then Nate Oates started shouting at Will Wade, which I found that hilarious. Um, but you know, shout out to Alabama. I think they, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into our tournament picks here in a minute too. But I think they're going to the Final Four. Uh, think so, I think Alabama. So. Um, but you know, I mean, what the SEC got: Alabama, LSU, Florida, Tennessee, Tennessee, Arkansas. Uh, there's another one I'm missing here. Help me out. Let's see. I'm looking. Is it Missouri? That's sick. Missouri's in it. Yep. Missouri. I, is there not? I, 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 why don't I have the bracket out? I should have the bracket right in front of me right now. 
that's um, six solid teams that I'm looking at. Is there any more? I don't think there is. I I think uh, the SEC got six in. Auburn didn't get in it. Mississippi State didn't get in it. Auburn wasn't know. eligible. They weren't. No, like they got some sort of NCAA violation. Uh, <laughs> they weren't even in the SEC tournament. Like, I don't know if you saw that or not, but they didn't even get to play in the SEC. I don't even know why. How did I not see that? Well, I'm I mean, just, yeah. they would have been an 11 seed or 12 seed anyway. So it's not like they would have gone very far. Did Ole Miss not get in it? Uh, they they did not get into the bracket, but they were the fourth, uh, like the fourth replacement team for the for the bracket. Louisville, oh, four. Louisville was the first one. Really? Yeah. They should have probably gotten in over Utah State if we're being for real. You know, you know, I'm, I think that's funny though. Oh, I mean, I think it's hilarious that Louisville didn't get in. I think it's hilarious Duke didn't get in. I think it's hilarious that Indiana didn't get in. And I'm sure everyone else thinks it's hilarious Kentucky didn't get in. But but to be honest, I think Louisville will probably end up in the tournament because I think one at least Oh, somebody's gonna get COVID. One team will get COVID. I mean, you know, I'm not wishing that on anyone, but I feel like oh well, I'm certainly not wishing that on anyone because I hate Louisville. But I do not see a scenario where this goes off perfectly. So I think Louisville probably gets in, and I hope. Well, I don't hope anything, but I hope. Well, it might be. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to sound politically correct, but yeah, it might be a 16 seed. So maybe they'll play Michigan in the first round and just lose immediately. That, I think I think we saw a uh, a bit of what could happen in the the tournaments that were the conference tournaments where Duke had to go out, um, Virginia had to go out, Kansas. Uh, Kansas had to go out. Um, I think there were more, but I can't. Yeah, but like you, you saw some of that, and imagine, imagine you're like elite eight. What happens in the elite eight? Well, does Louisville get to play in the elite eight? No, uh, they. Uh, I just forfeit. From what I understand, the NCAA is not going to put replacement teams in past Tuesday, so. Once all the teams travel to their bubble in Indy or wherever they're playing in Indiana, yeah, uh, I think now you know. Don't quote me on this because I could be wrong. But from what I understand, yeah. uh, the bracket will be set like after Tuesday. So if a if a team got COVID on Monday and Tuesday, then Louisville comes in and so on and so forth. And so once the tournament starts, if a team gets COVID, I'm pretty sure that they just get a bye, kind of like what happened in the conference tournaments. So, hmm. so it could be really unfair, but you know what? At at least we're gonna get some sort of resemblance of an NCAA tournament. I am not a fan that they have the tournament starting the nineteenth. I think it should start earlier. It should start tomorrow. It's, it's it start tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? But but then for you, like you'd be in school for the whole tournament. Ah. That is true. Uh, but I think I'll be in school on I'll be in school Friday for the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, so I mean, you you have to watch the the first round games on Friday from school. Well, some of them. Actually, the Thursday games will be at night though. Yeah, yeah. Thurs, uh, uh, the Thursday games are the first four games, and uh, and then the field of sixty four starts Friday and Saturday is the first round, and then Sunday Monday is the second, and then I think they're on that Friday. Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday schedule for the first two weekends, I think. And then, of course, the next weekends, I think, Friday, Monday. 
Let's see, the 27th. I just had my map up. My room smells like something familiar. It's what's it's, it's like uh it's Wheaties. <laughs> I haven't had Wheaties in so long. Why does I why am I smell is it this candle? I have a candle going. Are you like a the candle mat- guy? I am here's the thing. I don't know why. But these, these, these will just soothe you out. You don't even the smell. I got the good. You don't get the bad smelling ones, of course. Well, no. this, they they smell really, really good. And I just light it. This one, it doesn't smell like Wheaties, but I don't know. I'm getting a little sniff over here. Like you don't get it's, the McDonald's uh, scented candle. Oh, do that. I wonder if they definitely have those somewhere. Oh, you know, like I've heard of them before, but I, I mean, I wouldn't want one. Why would you want your room to smell like McDonald's? <laughs> I'm trying. To... I mean, my, my car already smells like McDonald's. So have you already? Have you ever had like Wheaties where they're like like soggy? Uh, I, what? All right, are Wheaties? What are Wheaties? I feel like the ones with the athletes on the box. Oh well, I've seen Oreos with athletes on the package. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, is it a cereal or like a? Cream? Yeah. Here, just look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Is, is it like mini wheats? Is that what you're talking about? No, they're different than mini wheats. All right, all right. Well, you keep talking about something, and I'll look it up. But I'm like, when Wheaties are a weird cereal where they have basically no taste unless you put sugar on them, and I would put, I I would put, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever had these? Uh, no. They have no taste. They taste like nothing. They're not good at all. Well, it's an embarrassment that athletes are on them. Well, all right. So then, how does it smell? So when they, they, they smell good and then you put them in the milk and like at the end, you just have like a bunch sitting there and that's, it smells like the candle. It's very weird. I don't know why I, how I've been made that up, but Wheaties are, they're not my favorite. I, I mean, if I had to choose a cereal to have a candle scent, I, I think I would choose Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's a good one. But here's the thing. Ooh. I don't like like eating cinnamon, but I like the smell of it. You don't like so you don't like eating them? No, like I don't like cinnamon toast crunch. Interesting. But like I, I like the smell of it. What kind of cereal do you like? Are you a, what what kind of breakfast foods do you eat? All right, I do not eat sweets for breakfast. Like donuts, french toast, ah. stuff like that, pancakes, waffles. I cannot get up and have something sweet except for coffee. But like, coffee, <laughs> but eggs, basically like your, you know, your typical Southern style breakfast is what I like. Bacon, eggs, biscuits and gravy, stuff like that. Just to get the, the proteins in. Exactly. Huh. I've, when I was in like elementary, middle, uh, elementary school, middle school, I think I used to have cereal, but it would always be, I'd rather just sleep in than have to get up like 10 minutes earlier to eat some cereal. <laughs> What it isn't me. Um, I'm trying to think. Sorry, go ahead. Good. Thinking of a good cereal that I like, I would want as a candle. I would. I would say fruity pebbles, but I'm trying to like think of what the smell of fruity pebbles smells like. Fruity. I think so. I'm trying to figure out what. A, oh, Reese's Puffs. Ooh, you give me a Reese's Puff scented candle. Ooh. I don't like Ooh, Reese's Puffs either. You don't like Reese's Puffs. No, I don't like. I don't like. I like the cups, like the you know the actual cups. But I don't like the Reese's PCs. I don't like the cereal. But like I do like the blizzards. The Reese's blizzards are good. Uh, DQ. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I I've been uh 
when I was little, we would go to uh, DQ whenever there was like a snow day, because then you'd get a free blizzard. Did you ever hear about that? I had no idea, but you know, I'm well. They don't really have snow days anymore. But I, like, if that promotion's still going, then I'll do that. I think I'm pretty sure that was a thing. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do it where whenever there was snow on the ground, you could get like a free blizzard or something, like a free small or whatever. Right. And we we would do that every time, and I would just get like mint mint uh mint chocolate chip or mint something Oof. and man that oh i couldn't do that okay I after after that was good because no I no our our taste buds are nowhere near similar 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 because ugh. i i have done i have had too many mints in my days where oh mint chocolate chip is just not it anymore mint is not my well except for like a peppermint but like mint flavored anything is not what i peppermints are good yeah. I'm try- so when you when you pull up to say you're at DQ, what do you, what's your ordering? What's your go to order for a Blizzard? I'm really basic when it comes to Blizzard. It's like just give me an really? Oreo and, and I'm good to go. That that's my older brother. He would just be like, give me give me either some vanilla M and M's or some Oreos. Yeah, like I I I'm all about the Oreo Blizzard. <sighs> Have you heard about that Shake Place here in Georgetown? Shake Place. Uh, where, I think it's by. It's by um, I'm trying to think what's over, like the Zaxby's, kind of in that area, more like where the old Frank's Donuts was. Well, let's see. All right. Well, I live in Bradford, so that's like right in my area. Uh, is Bradford the one that's right next to? It's it goes from it can it comes out you can come out by Kroger and you can come out by the uh UPS yes. or USPS aha yes. uh-huh. now I know what Bradford is I knew it was that but always forgot because it like you can like uh, four neighborhoods are in that I can't listen I I've only <laughs> lived here for like eight years and I still can't only well <laughs> I, I I know some people probably just moved here well how have you lived here your whole life. Lived here for I think twelve years. Twelve, years. 12 out of the eighteen. I you know what like I f- feel like a lot of people who live in Georgetown aren't from Georgetown. You think so? I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess just because of Toyota and like all the jobs that have come there, I feel like, a, I mean, I feel like a good portion of the population probably aren't from there. Like I'm not from there, and I guess you're not from there either. I was born in the heart and soul of St. Louis, Missouri. Whoa, what? Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, my so my parents, <clears throat> they met. I don't know where they really – I think they might have met Missouri. But, yeah, I was – me and my brother were both born there. And then we got – my dad got a new job. We went to Utah, lived there, had my little brother, stayed there a few years. And then my dad got a job at Toyota. And 12 years later, here we are. Well, I, I mean, I had no idea that you've lived in the at West and in Missouri. Not in, like I had no clue, but uh, I w- Missouri's where it's at. It's nice, like if yeah. you go to the right parts. Well, uh, I'm sure if you go to the right parts, but I've heard it's boring. <laughs> really? Well, I, you know, because Missouri's kind of that school, uh, that school in the SEC. That's just kind of like <laughs> there, you know. Missouri and like Vanderbilt are this the schools that are there. Vanderbilt, yeah. I mean, I mean, at, at least Vanderbilt has the academics, and I feel like Missouri is just surrounded by a bunch of rocks. And then my my dad went to Vanderbilt. I hope he hears this. My dad went to my dad went to Missouri. Why did I say Vanderbilt? Hey, my dad went to Missouri. Went to Vanderbilt, then you know, <laughs> he, he must be a smart dude. Um, 
I mean, he'd be a smart dude in Missouri too. Um, but wait, so like when Kentucky and Missouri play, who does he root for? Oh, Kentucky. Okay. And uh, when we like when uh, Utah and Kentucky played, it's I have a Utah. I used to have a Utah flag, yeah. Utah Utes flag in my room. But then I just recently mounted a few TVs to my wall, so I had to take that down. I got to find a new, got to find a new place. I got the American flag, but I got to figure out a new place to put the the Utah flag because that's one of my favorite flags. What the Utah flag? Yeah, the Utah Utes flag. Utes flag yeah. Uh, so I so what like a U.S. St. Louis like Cardinal like baseball Cardinals fan? I'm a big Cardinals fan. I'm a big Blues fan. Uh, that's hockey, if you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think what else am I a fan from St. Louis? That's pretty much it. How about the Rams, even though they moved? Screw the Rams. Okay. They were terrible. <laughs> I was I've been I've always been a Vikings fan. Oh well, yeah, well, I knew that about you, but how about your dad? Um I don't think my dad has a favorite NFL team. No. I I don't want my mom is from Minnesota. She she like grew up there. Gotcha. So that's where I think I don't know I don't, my dad is. Uh how did this conversation start? I mean, we we have gone way off the cliff here. I'm talk I'm uh on TikTok there's a thing that like they talk about ADD yeah. a lot and like the the pros and cons of it and it is so funny how off topic people can get with when their mind just wanders. And my mind is literally just like a you know that that game where you push the thing down in the middle and has the dice inside of it? Uh push the th- maybe Wait, uh, sorry. No, no, it's like a bubble in the middle, and you like push it down, and like the dice go everywhere. I could, but like inside of the bubble. I could have swore that was sorry. Uh, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about then. The dice, and do you know who Brian Regan is? Brian, uh, I don't think so. You need to look up Brian Regan. The dice are in the bubble <laughs> game. Here we go. Uh, trouble. Trouble. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes, I have played that before. Okay. That's like what like imagine somebody's constantly pushing on that and that's my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, listen. There's nothing wrong with getting off topic. I mean I mean, for the most part, these are like the most fun Oh, for sure. I mean, you know I mean, a certain radio show that does very popular in this state gets off topic all the time. So, if you don't get off topic, you're not having fun. Exactly. So I mean, we're at, I mean, I'm sure we'll get back to, you know, how much we blame this season on John Calipari in a minute. But you know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with talking about trouble and your favorite Blizzard as well. Have you really never heard of Brian Regan? Brian, uh, is he a local guy? No, uh, not at all. Uh, I, I, no, like, who is he? So he's a comedian. Okay. He's um. He was a he was always a clean comedian, so we could always listen to him in the car yeah. and stuff. But man, you got to give him a listen. I I mean, you find people like uh, Kevin Hart's funny. Yeah. People like uh, Jim Gaffigan, man. Jim Brian Riggins on a different level. Well, well he is well, I don't know who hilarious. Jim Gaffigan is either like uh, you don't know who Jim Gaffigan is? Brady. <laughs> all right, all the comedians. I, I mean, not all of them. I know Kevin Hart, obviously. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I just don't really watch comedy very much. Uh, Do you know who John Mulaney is? Who? John Mulaney. No. I, I know, You're missing all the good ones. I know Kevin Hart, Cat Williams. Um, uh, I, I mean, there's there's one that does the. He has a southern accent. I'm trying to remember his Donnie name. Donnie Baker. 
Um, that might be it. Well, I mean, Donnie Baker was kind of a YouTube guy, but I know Amy Schumer, but I don't think she's funny. Uh, Southern accent comedians. Not Here we not go. to bash on Amy Schumer, but I don't think she's funny. Tim Wilson, not give you Andy Frost, Frost, Billy Anderson. Um, I'm trying to. Th- Is this him? Nope. Man, I like this is make me mad. I remember when she's the puppet or not puppet, uh, ventriloquist comedian. Oh, I think I've heard that. Uh, he has oh. like the skeleton, uh, thing and like the old man. I, I mean, I mean, like it's been a long time since I've listen to him but like i always thought he was funny <laughs> comedy so when i was little i basically got my personality from comedians when i was little but i used to play this youtube video that was like an hour and a half long on like a little speaker next to my and i used to sleep with my brother i feel like this drove, drove him crazy we would listen to com- comedians all night on pandora all night because they were i mean i could just go to sleep because i would like visualize what they were saying in my head right. so it wasn't a video and man Knock me out so fast. So was it funny, oh. man? Could, oh, it was hilarious. If it, but but like it put you to sleep. So was it funny? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> There's a I can't Mike Barbiglia. You probably never heard of him either. I've never heard of any of these people. Mike Barbiglia. Mike Barbiglia. Barbiglia. Berg. Burb Giglia. I might but be he uh, looking up these comedians. He talked about about. He like slept, sleepwalked a lot, and he once like sleepwalked and ran and jumped out of a building oh. of his hotel, and he would like tell stories like that, and that that kind of stuff put me to sleep and just giggling in my sleep. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, welcome back. Something happened with the audio. Happens every time <laughs> we are back. Um, I'm no idea what we are talking about. Comedians, maybe, maybe our little audio thing trying to tell us to get back on track. <laughs> Well, let's do that. Okay. Now we I have my bracket pulled up. Okay. I'm not gonna make my bracket I'm not gonna hint for anybody who wants to try to copy my bracket, right? I'm gonna we're just gonna talk about it, maybe give some hints towards who to pick, try to help you out. Well I'll give you my bracket. I mean I don't care to tell I mean <laughs> everyone can copy off me because they won't win you anything. We'll we'll help you if you say your family has it's basically if your family's doing a bracket, listen to us. The experts will help you out. That's right. <laughs> But um, so starting in the the West, um, the all around number one seed Gonzaga. If you choose any one seed to be upset because you saw Virginia lose a few years ago, never do that again. That is a you'd have probably better luck getting struck by lightning. What like three or four thousand times I, I in a row. That. <laughs> but I would Gonzaga's good. They're really good. Yeah. I would put Gonzaga in probably my final four. For most of my brackets, I'll probably have them in mine as well. But one, I don't know, Elite Eight maybe. I I was good. I would can match up with them. To me, because I'm still not a big believer in Gonzaga. Not not particularly this year, because uh, I actually think this is their best team they've had. But for Gonzaga, like as a whole, just that conference they play in. It just it 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 does not it's prepare them for what comes in the NCAA tournament at all. So I feel like I mean, of course, they'll get past the first game, but starting with that second game, I feel like they'll be playing possibly better opponents 
then they played in yeah. conference all year, except for BYU. So BYU is pretty good. I think that's a good point, and I feel like that's been their problem for a long time, except for that one year that they they won it all versus North Carolina, or did North Carolina beat them? Have they won it in a while? Uh, Gonzaga won the one that they got to – or not Gonzaga. Uh, North Carolina won the one where Gonzaga got to the title game. Huh. Okay. I totally forgot. I get my years mixed up a whole lot. But – yeah, I would choose them over Northfolk or Appalachian State. Yeah. Here's one that – so I have a friend who's a huge boomer sooner. Um, so he, I've been watching Oklahoma a little too close this year. And Missouri is – let's see what they are again. They are 8-8, eight and 16-9, eight, and nine, okay? I'm choosing – this is a good one. I think I'm going with Missouri. Uh, I think I'm going to join you in that, but I will say this. Both of these teams have kind of slipped from their early season performance. Uh, oh, for sure. Because I've, you know, I've, of course, I've kept up with Missouri quite a bit because they're in the SEC. Uh, I mean, at, at one point this season, Missouri was in like the top 12 or top 10 in the country, and now they've slipped all the way down to a nine seed in the tournament. Uh, and then Oklahoma was up they're in the rankings too and then they've just kind of fallen flat as well so they're both of these teams are kind of limping into the tournament but i'll take missouri as well i think that's a good pick and like you said oklahoma had that fast start that a lot of other teams weren't able to have they were able to kind of get out quick and you see other teams that kind of needed a a catch-up kind of like let's see what's a good alabama kansas kansas is a good one um, North Carolina. I was about to say North Carolina, but they're only a what kind of seed are they? They're an eight, eight seed. seed. But yeah, I mean, they're basically like Missouri and Oklahoma, but flipped. They got off to a bad start and had a good finish, and then they, you know, then Missouri and Oklahoma had a good start and a bad finish. So exactly. So I'm. I think Missouri is a solid pick. Um. Now we get down to the five and twelve Creighton and UCSB, which. I'm be honest, I don't know what that stands for. Uh, actually, I was just having this conversation with my dad before. Uh, it's California Santa Barbara, University of California Santa Barbara. Um, I think Creighton's. Uh, I feel like the five and twelves are always they can go back and forth, but I'm definitely going Creighton. Creighton just came off in a really good, I think, a good uh, tournament. Yeah. Uh, they got to the final and then they were upset by Georgetown uh but yeah and so they'll we'll get to that in a second they were the two seed in that tournament and they got to the final but um I'm also going to take Creighton um in this game but I'll say that I'm going to hint that I am going to take a couple 12 seeds I think that's a good one so far I wish I could fill this in as we go but um I need a print off it's all good uh I can keep it in my head. Um, Virginia, Ohio. Virginia's also a team that hasn't been looking. Uh, I don't know how many of their players are going to get there in time. I think they were talking about that today on the Bracketology. Yeah. Uh, some of their players getting there late. Uh, by the way, I've just pulled up a bracket on ESPN, and I'm going to fill them in for us. And then I'll save Let's it go. as like our dual pick uh, bracket. So, uh, so we got Gonzaga, Missouri, Creighton. And now we're on Virginia, Ohio. 
Yeah. Okay. We're gonna uh, go back and forth. We'll see who wins this battle. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I'm. You were just talking about Virginia, and you know how they got their COVID issues. I think. I, I from what I hear that they should be okay for the tournament. Um. But of course, if they're not, then Louisville slides into their spot. Um. But I'll take Virginia in this game. But I could see this being a close game down to the wire. That's a, that's a good pick. I'm I think it will be too. I think Ohio is actually pretty decent. Um, I'll also take Virginia. I'm gonna also have to. I'm gonna be like I have to run to the other side of my room and grab a charger for my computer. You you go ahead and get the next game. Okay. All right. So next up is the six eleven matchup, and uh, we got the Pac twelve uh, regular season champ USC. Or no, they weren't the. I, I apologize. They were not the regular season champ. That was Oregon. Uh, but the Pac-12 representative USC versus 11 seed Wichita State uh, and Drake, who will play in the first four game. So this is always confusing because you got to pick who you think is going to win the first four game, and then whoever wins that, then do you think they'll beat USC? Uh, I think Wichita State wins the first four game, and then I think they actually beat USC as well. So Hashin, are you back yet? I'm back. Okay. So, I think I think that's a good pick. Um, they were also talking about Wichita State as they thought they weren't even going to get in on uh, the the I don't know bracketology they were talking today. Um, I'm going with Wichita State over Drake also, and then and we're also picking the the USC. Yes. Uh USC has Evan Mobley. Um, I think USC is a, a solid pick for this one. Ooh, all right. So this is our first disagreement. Uh, you think Wichita State looks good? Yeah, I, I mean, Wichita State won uh, the uh, the AAC regular season with Houston in that league, and then but then Wichita State did lose in the conference tournament, um, which is kind of what put them on the bubble. But something you know, these six eleven matchups are, are always usually pretty good too, and I just feel like Wichita State is that kind of program that can make an upset here. So. I don't know what to do now because we have uh, differing picks. So I don't know what to do in terms of so. So are you on the ESPN bracket? Yeah. Let me go to that real quick. All right. Uh, so you do that, and then I'll put Wichita State for me, and then we'll keep going. Fill out my bracket. Here we go. Okay. This isn't even that complicated. All right. So Gonzaga, uh, Missouri, Creighton, Virginia, and then has, okay. Next one. Kansas, Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington. Okay, I couldn't find it on the. I have it pulled up now on two computers. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, there's not a lot to be said. Um, uh, oh, here and it gives me all the stats. This is this is awesome. Team summary: the Eagles' offense. Nah, I don't really need to need to know a lot about Eastern Washington. I think Kansas is a surefire win for this one. I agree. Kansas is really, you know, of course they got. Uh, COVID uh, cases, so that took them out of the Big 12. But had they stayed in, I think they could have made a deep run into that tournament. They're really playing their best basketball right now, so I'll take Kansas as well. So if we do this game, if we do this podcast, if we go through the entire first round, we'll be able to do the next round next Sunday too, right? Uh, Next Sunday. Next Sunday will be uh, – we'd have to do it like Sunday morning. Because uh, the second round games will start that Sunday. 
wait, hold up. They start the 21st. Oh, you are right. Uh, how, wait, no. how about we do like the round of 64 and 32 tonight and then we'll do like the others. Like, oh, we can, we can, we can do the round of 64 and the right side of the bracket of 32 because the, oh, okay but like the second round okay okay all right but on the app it doesn't say what day the games are so on this one it says the second round on the left side of the bracket starts the 22nd and the right side starts the 21st all right so i'll let you determine how that works because i don't have that so we'll do the entire left side right side and then oh it's on the top too okay so oh okay we're Okay, this better be right. This would be very so. We'll do the entire left side sixty four, right side sixty four. As you can right see, like we 30. did a lot of preparing before we came on here. Oh yeah, we just kind of we we fly off the seat of our pants. And, you know, to me, that's you know, have the listeners you know come along for the ride with you. I think that's the best way to go about it. Heck yeah, and fill out your bracket as you do this with us. Exactly. We're just we're we're here. Um, we moved on. We both picked Kansas. Now to Oregon. Uh, VCU, VCU, Owen one versus top 10, 25 opponents. Not really looking at, I think Oregon's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I made a mistake earlier. I said USC won the regular season in the Pac-12. They did not. It was Oregon, but Oregon got upset by Oregon state in the Pac-12 tournament, which Oregon state ended up winning and taking Louisville's bid basically. Um, but like, I agree here. Uh, I'll take Oregon or, you know what? I'm, I'm not a big PAC 12 guy. Like you're not like to me, football and basketball PAC 12 just seems to underwhelm all the time. Like to me, it's the worst power five conference for basketball, except for UCLA occasionally. So UCLA is trash. Well, I mean, now they are, but you know, over history, they're not, but Oh, yeah, they're pretty good over history. <laughs> I'll take VCU in this game. Really? Yeah. Interesting. All right, all right. Um, now to one that's kind of a no-brainer. Iowa and Grand Canyon. Iowa had a bad loss to somebody. Uh, I can't remember. Hey, I have a computer in front of a computer, so I had to type on, like, three different laptops. But I have a Chromebook and a phone, so. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to somebody here. They lost to Illinois. Well, that's not a bad loss. They're number one seed in the tournament. Nope. Um. Oh, I got a full, full. Here we go. They lost a while ago. Oh. Okay. They, oh, never mind. They lost yesterday. My bad. But yeah, that is, that is a. They are really Illinois is really good, and they're on the other side of the bracket. I'm hundred percent taking Iowa, uh, on this one. I think they could also go really far. Yeah. Uh. To me, I, this is an easy one too. Iowa over Grand Canyon. Uh. Luca Garza. Possibly the best college player in the country, um, so I think Iowa will win pretty handily in this game. I'm honestly kind of scared that I'm getting this bracket wrong. It says March 21st on the right side, and I'm gonna I'm keeping that this bracket presented by Reese's. It says on the top, uh, better be right. Moving down, It'll uh, work out. <laughs> MSU, Mount Saint Marys, and Texas Southern versus which I'm probably taking. I don't even need to take that at the top. It doesn't even have me taking them. Um, or Michigan. Michigan won the um, – Jawan Howard coached. Who did they – what? They are in the, the Big, Big 12. Big, Big 10. 10. Yeah. Big 10. I'm definitely taking uh, 
taking Michigan on this one. No brainer, one seed. Not a lot more to say. Yeah, I mean, Michigan won the Big Ten regular season, best you know conference in basketball this season. Uh, one thing to worry about Michigan after the first game is that they're without their uh, one of their best players, Isaiah Livers, who is out indefinitely. You know, there's some hope he could come back, but you know, for now, I'll take Michigan in this game, but that injury could play a part and then possibly losing earlier than they would otherwise. Ooh, that's good. Um, I, I I like Michigan. I did, I liked them since we beat them in the Aaron Harrison year. <laughs> yeah. So I do like that. But uh, now we're on to a pretty good one, which will be the um, LSU States. I don't even know how to say that. St. Bonaventure. State – oh, you actually got it. St. Bonaventure, yeah. Okay. Um, after how LSU looked today versus Alabama, there's no way I'm not taking LSU. Yeah. I mean, to me, LSU has really three dangerous players. You know, when you get to the tournament, you know, when you start thinking about just like the – you know, people talk about Jimmys and Joes versus X's and O's. I mean, to me <laughs> – uh, I mean, to me, they got a good head coach and good players. Uh, you know, smart. Uh, Watford and um, um, Williams for LSU are really a really dynamic trio. So I like LSU in this game. That's a good pick. Um, is this is one that this is probably it might be for- Cam Thomas. It's Cam Thomas or Cam Williams. I'm losing my mind right now. <laughs> We've been going on for it's been an hour now. We're chilling. Hey, I'm loving it. Um, we're on. This is probably going to be the first upset that I see the Georgetown, Colorado. After how George, this is going to be a big one for everybody too. After how Georgetown just won, um, I think Georgetown's the good pick here. But I don't know how Colorado's a five seed. If I'm being honest. Uh, well, I agree with you. Um, this is my first twelve over five upset. Um, Patrick Ewing, obviously a legendary NBA player, doing some good things at Georgetown. They're on a hot streak. I mean, they were the eight seed in the uh, Big East tournament and then just really turned it on, beat Villanova, beat Seton Hall. Uh, Villanova's firmly in the tournament. Seton Hall was on the bubble, and, and then they beat Creighton, who's a tournament team as well. And uh, so they're on a roll right now. And once again, I hate the Pac-12. So, Georgetown. Um, also, did you see that uh, Patrick Ewing was – getting upset that he didn't have full access of Madison Square Garden. What's up with Madison Square Garden and not knowing their legend? Like Spike Lee? Remember a few years ago, uh, Charles Oakley got stopped by security as well? (laughs) Madison Square Garden needs to have an orientation on, like, legendary faces. That and they kicked out Spike Lee. They told him he had to keep using the the regular entrance instead of the celebrity one. (laughs) I mean, That's hilarious. You got to know uh, who, you know, who the legends are there. Just, you just got to. Um, next game, Florida State, UNC Greensboro. Florida State has Scotty Barnes, which is kind of all I know about Florida State. And UNC Greensboro, I don't know. They're, Florida State's also 2-0 and versus top 25 opponents. BMI is 21 seed facts at least one 13 seed has been a four seed in 25 of the 35 years in the last 
past in the past two tourneys, five of the eight matchups were decided by single digits. Wow. Don't care, but I'm going Florida State. Uh, I, I'm going to join you on that, although I think this may be one of those single-digit games. Um, but Florida State, uh, Leonard Hanel. Leonard Hamilton is one of my favorite coaches in college basketball, uh, other than Coach Cal, even though people are mad at him right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, fun fact that I didn't know until recently, Leonard Hamilton used to be an assistant head coach at U- – or not head coach, uh, assistant coach at UK, uh, like under Hall. I did not know that. Um, but I agree, Florida State, Scotty Barnes, and uh, who's that seven-foot-three guy? His name is slipping my mind right now, but but I'll take Florida State as well. That's a good pick. Here's a here's a very interesting one. The Michigan State is that who that yeah. is? Yeah, Mich- Michigan State and UCLA. Um, I was hearing the announcers talking, and Michigan State has beat every number one seed in this tournament. <laughs> Wait, hold up, that's not. That's not right. He said that. Is that right? All right. There's no way that's right. I'm kind of happy that you brought this up because when me and my dad were watching the selection show, and we both heard him say that, which and he was wrong. I was I was about to say there's no way they beat Gonzaga, Baylor, and Illinois. No, that's their schedule. Well, like that's just, it makes no sense. Exactly because first of all, Gonzaga is undefeated, so they couldn't beat them. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Baylor lost to. Um, uh, Baylor lost Oklahoma State and Kansas, and those are their two losses. And then, but Michigan State did beat Michigan and Illinois, so so they've beaten uh, two of the number one seeds. I, I guess that's where maybe he got mixed up, but no. Uh, but Michigan State does have some quality wins. After it was like after it, he said that, and I was like kind of doing something. I was also organizing my room and like listening, and I was like. Did he really just say that? There's no way that's true. But, yeah, they're un- literally undefeated. How could that even be true? But I'm going with Michigan State over BYU and UCLA. I've been going back and forth on this one as well. Uh, earlier, like, I was letting my dad fill out a bracket, and he, he's in love with Tom Izzo. Like, if Kentucky <laughs> if Kentucky would fire Cal and hire Izzo at this second, he would be all for it. But uh, – even with that said, I kind of I kind of agree in this circumstance. Uh, I think Michigan State beats UCLA and BYU and goes on to the front round of 32. Good call. Next, Texas, Abilene Christian. On the one, the ESPN one I'm looking at has like an abbreviation, but this other one over here has the exact names, and I'm like looking back and forth. But I think, I think Texas is a good pick. I don't think Abilene Christian can really do anything. I think Kentucky played them a few years back. Yeah. Uh, but not nothing special about this matchup that I'm seeing taking Texas. Me too. I mean, Texas looked really good in that Big 12 title game. Um, first Big 12 title for them uh, in seven tries, I believe. And, uh, I mean, Texas has been a really hot and cold team this season. They started off really good, and then in the middle they got a little bit cold. But they've really kind of uh, come into themselves here at the end of the season. So I like them pretty well here. That's a good pick. Now, UConn, Maryland. Uh, I've only watched a little Maryland. I've not even seen UConn on highlights. <laughs> and for that, I'm going with Maryland. But that's just that statistic alone. Yeah. I, I, uh, They're also 0 4 versus top 25 opponents. 
UConn or Maryland? UConn. Okay. Uh, I, I got to be honest. This is like the matchup I know the least about. Um, but I know Maryland's 16 and 13, which I understand they're in the best conference in basketball this season. But something about that record just doesn't fit with me. So I'm going to go with UConn. And that's like totally uneducated, just a random decision there because like, this is the matchup I don't know anything about. Um, let's see what the, 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 the team summary that they have brought into me. After some team struggles, the Huskies really hit their stride down the stretch. Um, James Brockknight, their leading scorer, has reignited the offense. I don't care. I am taking the Terps. All right, so there's another disagreement we have. I feel like, what, for the most part, like we've been really like in agreement, other than a few, a few matchups, but that's like our second or third disagreement. We just, I mean, I'm kind of flying out the seat. If I really sat down and was, like, looking at these teams, it might be different. But right now, we're just – I'm going. It's a little late. We're also recording this very late. Uh, anybody who's listening will see this Monday morning. But Do you have school tomorrow morning? I have, I have school. Oh, so this is like – see, like, I, like, I'm on spring break. So, I don't care what we do. We can talk till 4 in the morning, and I'd be fine. But Is it BCTC spring break? Yes. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But um, Alabama, Iona, Iona got the Rick Bettino. Rick Bettino got in the uh, the tournament, and uh, Louisville didn't, which is honestly hilarious. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, this is, as far as a storyline perspective goes, this is my favorite game of the first round, um, you know, with the whole Rick Bettino factor. Like you said, Louisville didn't make the tournament. Of course, Kentucky didn't make the tournament, and here he is in his first season back in college basketball, taking Iona to the tournament. So you know, you know, he's probably thinking to himself, like I'm the guy right now. So I'm sure he's happy with himself. But his his happiness is going to be cut short because Alabama is going to win that game. Matt Jones just sent out a tweet of the entire first round. Uh. Like uh, times, right? This might be one of my favorite things. Now I'm just gonna keep this. This might be my new screen. You're gonna have four different screens you're looking at. Like you're gonna be cross-eyed by the time this is over. I'm currently looking at five screens. I got the the New Orleans uh, Clippers game. I got the bracketology. None of them with sound. I don't, I don't use sound. Right. Uh, of course, I'm using a pot. And then I have the two brackets in front of me, and then our recording thing. You got a lot to look at right now. I got too much to look at, and with ADD. All right, but I'm choosing Maryland. I'm guessing you are too. Uh, no, I took UConn. Oh, you? Oh, uh, I mean Alabama. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that whole first round of the left side of the bracket is done. We move over to the right side. We get some good teams. Starting see, I with think Baylor. Like it's all down a straight line, so I don't see the right and the left and all that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, are you doing on, phone, on your man. phone? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now, oh yeah, uh, Baylor Hartford, Baylor. <laughs> yeah, there's not nothing really. There's nothing Baylor, about here. <laughs> Baylor's good. Like, watch. I think Baylor could really make a, uh, a run. They're good. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean they probably the second best conference in basketball this season, and they won it uh, fairly easily, if I recall. Uh, but then, of course, they did lose to Oklahoma State in the tournament. But I think Oklahoma State's a dangerous team, so so I think Baylor should go pretty far as well. 
That's a good. So we're on that one. Here's a good one, though. Uh, North Carolina, Wisconsin. And just for the fact that I saw a TikTok that said, do not choose Wisconsin, I'm going North Carolina. Because I guess Wisconsin has been uh, – their last few games have not been it at all. They haven't been playing good. So, for me, it is UNC. And because North Carolina has been looking really good lately. Like, really good. Yeah, like, I'm going to join you in that. I mean, you're right. Wisconsin has been playing really, really poorly recently. They – at some point, they were in the top – I'm wanting to say in the top ten this season. I, I could be wrong on that. but uh, And then they've really just fallen off uh, late in the season here. And North Carolina is hitting their stride. They were, you know, just a few plays away from potentially playing for an ACC title the other day. So, I like North Carolina here. Good pick. Moving on, Villanova, Winthorpe. Uh, I've watched Villanova play once this year. Winthorpe has – Again, nothing. Villanova's three and one versus top ten opponents. Uh, everybody is the game predictors. Everything is going towards Villanova. I think my pick will be Villanova. I need to do an upset somewhere around here. <laughs> well, I can see it. Well, I, I, I'm gonna do an upset right here. Uh, I'm gonna go against the grain here and uh, l- listen. Like you know, I do three brackets. I do one. That, like, right after it comes out, and it's just my gut feeling where I don't uh-huh. really know anything about anybody, which is basically what this is. And then I do one in the middle of the week where I've, like, done a little bit of research. And then my third one's, like, right before the tournament start, and it starts, and it's like I've done everything that I know I can do to know about every team. So I don't know anything about Winthrop or Winthrop or however you say it, but I did see that they're 23-1. and one which is exactly why I'm going to take them over Villanova because it's another 12-5 upset. Interesting. Also, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. But I think that's that could be an upset. But, nah, Villanova for me is moving on, even though I literally know nothing about them. They'll probably lose the next round. But moving on, Purdue, North Texas. Uh, my friend Robert. You know, we know Robert. Robert who? Robert, uh, oh, Robert, um, Yes, yes. Uh, big, big Purdue guy. Yes. Um, and Northern Texas just seems kind of funky. Random question. Always, what's his last name? Because it's going to bug me. Schaefer. Robert Sch- Okay, yes. Like, like, I always joke with him about Purdue. Okay, yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Boilmakers. Yes. Uh, it will be – it'll be Purdue. Uh, yeah, it'll be Purdue for me. Let's see what there's – Let's see what the noble facts are they're going to give me. Team summary, Purdue has the tallest roster in the Big Ten. That doesn't surprise me. Um, it is clear that this team can play with anybody. Okay, that's all I really need to know. Uh, I'm going to join you in your prediction with Purdue uh, solely based on the fact that I have a lot of spite for North Texas right now because they stole beating. Western Kentucky's spot in the tournament by beating them last night in the conference tur- uh, title game. So I don't like them. So I'm taking Purdue. I was about to just I was just about to say that. But yeah, <laughs> screw Purdue. Um moving on. Texas Tech, Utah State. And I want to go for Utah State. But I know I should go for Texas Tech. I'm gonna go mm. You got any any insight on this one? Uh, uh lots of people thought Utah State wouldn't make it. It was kind of a su- surprise when they did. Um and then Texas Tech, you know, they 
they played pretty well for a B12 team. You know, tough conference, but uh, I'll probably take Texas Tech. Yeah, like I'll take Texas Tech. Their BMI is uh, their BMI is eight. Hey, that's pretty good. I, B, I like B, BPI. I don't know why I said BMI. Body mass index. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 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 all right. Now, if their BMI is eight, I'm pretty sure that's not a good thing. But if their BPI is eight, that's pretty good. Very, very good thing. But I'm. I'll. I'll go Texas Tech on this one too. Sorry, Utah State. Uh, Arkansas Colgate. Also on the TikTok, it said to stray away from Arkansas just because it's Arkansas. But I think Arkansas as a three seed. Um, and Colgate has not had an opponent within the top 25, top 75. Goodness. So it's going to be Arkansas for me. I have to agree with you. In fact, I picked our, I, I was, uh, I picked Arkansas to win the SEC tournament. And then they didn't. Really? Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, I think Arkansas could potentially be a dangerous team uh, in this tournament. Uh, Moses Moody. He's one of my favorite players to watch college basketball. And then Eric Musselman, who's really doing a good job down there. Um, so I'll take Arkansas. A, a funny joke I saw about this game, and they did it a couple years ago whenever uh, Tennessee played Colgate as well. It was like uh, uh, Tennessee taking on a taking on a toothpaste brand. You know the you know Tennessee doesn't have good uh, good history with toothpaste. <laughs> so, you know, which I'm sure, you know, stereotypically they'd say about all, uh, like about all the Southern states. So, so Arkansas versus toothbrush or toothpaste. Uh, no, but I'll take Arkansas. I think that's a good one. Arkansas. <laughs> um, next Florida, Virginia tech. B HUD goes to Virginia tech. I thought uh, he transferred to Louisville. I don't know why I said that. Why did I say that? He is at Louisville now. That's he did go to Virginia he, Tech. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. He went zero and one against Kentucky, and he's uh, sorry, Brian, but he's going to go zero and four or five or how many other games he plays against Kentucky. So, oh yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm taking Florida. My mom is sending me pictures as I do a podcast. What, a, mom? I love you. Uh, but I'm definitely taking Florida. Just the SEC in me. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, Trey Mann for Florida is like one of those players, you know, once the uh, NCAA tournament starts, kind of like a Kimba Walker or a Shabazz mm-hmm. Napier or John Wall or, you know, I'm just trying to think of like legendary NCAA tournament players. Um, to me, Trey Mann can be one of those guys. Uh, he can take over a game. So, for that reason and that reason only, and the fact that they're in the SEC, I'll take Florida. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Good Florida pick. And Virginia Tech. You let Brian Hudson go. You lost yeah. him there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that in itself is a reason to, you know, not pick Virginia Tech. Exactly. So, I'm saying, now next one. I'm not even Oral, Oral Roberts. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. BPI one fifty five nothing Buckeyes, Buckeyes all the way no problem. Um, Illinois Drexel fighting a lot. Th- <laughs> I think Drexel's. Uh no, I don't know why I said that. I don't. I think Illinois is kind of the real deal. Uh, I think so. Well, I do too. Uh, in fact, you know, well, I'll, I'll keep my predictions to myself for now, but. 
yeah, like I think they're really good. <laughs> what are your predictions? Well, I mean, if we're gonna, you know, do this like throughout the tournament, then I don't want to give anything away. Hmm. But I mean, I feel like that might have given it away. Here, I'll just say it. I think Illinois is going to the title game, and I think they'll probably win. Really? Yeah. You're that you're that confident with them. I mean, to me, they're the best team in the best league, and they got. I mean, and also former UK assistant Orlando Antigua is on the coaching staff, which is you know awesome. So to me, Illinois has really just you know turned it on here late in the season. I mean, they beat Michigan by a thousand, and uh, and then they went at, went out and win the won the Big Ten tournament. So I I'm really high on Illinois. Interesting. Good pick. I think they are too. I just like they're, they're two really good players. Right. Um, moving on, Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. I got to give it to Georgia Tech because even though Loyola is kind of, you know, crazy when it comes to the past, but I'm going to Georgia Tech just because they won the whatever conference, the ACC. Yeah. So you got to give it to Georgia Tech. I am a really big fan of this game. Like this might be this will be a good one. I mean, this might be my favorite first round game uh, in the tournament. Uh, I've gone back and forth on this one a lot too. Uh, to me, it's a coin flip. So whoever you take, I think you'll be all right. But for the purposes of this podcast, I'll I'll take Georgia Tech. See, we're on a good one. But I think in one of my other brackets, I, I think I might go for Loyola. I mean, we've seen it, you know, just a few years ago. Loyola can and is able to advance far in the tournament. So I wouldn't put it past them to do something here. But, you know, but I'll take the see, ACC champs. I hope we get something like that again. Because that was honestly so fun to watch. Yeah. I like, mean, tell me that wasn't like – just watching like some underdogs, just that's so much fun. Well <laughs> – for Kentucky, it was really fun because we were in because we could have played them. <laughs> I mean, we were in their bracket, so I mean, I don't know if you remember or not, but that bracket just opened up completely. Uh, Kansas State beat uh, the number one seed in that bracket. I'm wanting to say it was like Virginia or Villanova or something, and uh, and then uh, Loyola won, and then Buffalo won as a 13th seed. Like that bracket was wide open, and then Kentucky goes and loses to. Uh, Kansas State, so that will always haunt me. That was such a bad time. Well, I mean, when we lost I mean, to Kansas State. I mean, I'd rather be in that scenario now than like the than like the one we're in. <laughs> that that yep. You know, I'm gonna have to say I would uh, I would agree with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when we we should have beat Kansas State, man. There's no reason we shouldn't have. There's so they many. weren't even – they weren't good. I, I mean, we weren't either, but, you know, I mean, no one in that side of bracket was good. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, there are a lot of those moments, I think, back to uh, West Virginia in 2010. Uh, you know, of course, I totally forgot about 2013. That season was awful, too. Uh, UConn, 2014. Wisconsin, 2015. Uh, Indiana, 2016. And then the maybe my second biggest one, North Carolina, in twenty seventeen, when Luke May hit that shot. Uh, Ugh, that that was pretty depressing. Uh, but of course, number watched, one will always be Wisconsin. 
to me. I was watch. I was watching. I can't even go back and watch that Wisconsin game. It's so bad. I can't. Yeah. But I mean that Luke May shot. I don't know how many people remember that. We were down by like five, and then Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox were just drilling threes well, and brought us back. We shouldn't have been in that game. Oh no! Well, you know we're not. Since that that one particular official sued a particular radio host, I won't make. I won't talk about it. He could. He he but, could sue. Who could sue me? I'd love him. That'd, that'd give us so much publicity. <laughs> but you know. But the officiating in that game was pretty bad. But um, uh, and and but I don't know if you remember. Well, I guess you do. Uh, Monk hit that three to tie the game with like eight seconds or so left. And had had that game gone to overtime and Kentucky pulled that off, that shot by Monk would have been remembered rather than that shot by May. Gosh, that's so true. But yeah, Georgia Tech. Now we'll move on. Tennessee, Oregon State. Nothing really about Oregon State. Tennessee has Fulkerson has well, might injuries. have Fulkerson. Remember, he got hurt. Yeah, he. I guess I just saw a thing where he it was on ESPN. He might play. He might not play. Right. Um, well, so which I'm still a taking. Shot, by the way, cheap shot. I'm still taking uh, uh, Tennessee though. Yeah, I mean Tennessee. You know, even without Fulkerson, you know, just about beat. Alabama in that semifinal game, and uh, shout out to Oregon State for stealing Louisville's bid. So like we really appreciate that, but uh, but sorry, like you're gonna lose to Tennessee in the first round. <laughs> now Oklahoma State Liberty, Oklahoma State is good. Uh, Cade Cunningham is, I would say him or Luca Garza are up there for the top two best players in the nation. So for me, this is a no brainer. And Liberty, whatever. Uh, Liberty, nothing. Yeah. Nothing on me. Uh, I I mean, maybe, to me, honestly, if Liberty had gotten any other four seed, like I might actually pick them in an upset. But I think this Oklahoma State team can be really dangerous in this tournament. Of course, you know, Cade Cunningham. Uh, not getting Cade Cunningham. I know we're not talking about Kentucky. Gosh. But Cal put all of his chips on Cade Cunningham. And when we didn't get him and we had to go to ASCU as a backup plan, I, I think that was one of the main reasons this season was what it was, was Cal threw everything at Cade Cunningham and then didn't get him. But anyway, uh, I think he's that special of a player. So, so I'll take Oklahoma State in this game. That's a good one. Um, San Diego State, Syracuse. Um, really, I knew San Diego State, I think, had those twins. A few years back, uh, really know nothing else about them though. They, oh, they have two. They're two and zero versus top twenty five. Syracuse. I like Jim Beheim. I'm gonna put the Cuse. Uh, I guess technically this would be an upset because it's an you know a, like an eleven beating a six. But I agree with you on Syracuse. Uh, and actually their best player is Beheim's son or grandson. Uh, I I don't know which one to be honest. Uh, Buddy Beheim has been putting up a lot of points here recently, so I will also take Syracuse. That's a good pick. West Virginia, Moorhead State. I'm tempted to put Moorhead. I really am. Well, I mean, like, but... it's the only team from Kentucky in the tournament, so. No, we got to go with the 
Bob Huggins. Got to put him through. Yeah. So I'm putting West Virginia. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Um, you know, I'm also a little spiteful to Moreheads. I mean, I'm happy they're in for Kentucky, but I really wanted Eastern Kentucky to be the representative uh, from that conference you know, for Michael and Cooper. Uh, but um, but you know. So I'll take West Virginia, and also I think Bob uh, Bob Huggins is one of my favorite coaches. Next to uh, who did I say earlier was one of my favorite coaches. The Florida State, uh, Leonard Hamilton, uh, Huggins, Hamilton are one of my two favorite head coaches. Like other than Cal, so I'll go West Virginia. I like his little his little jackets he wears. <laughs> I do like those. He he, he he fits that program perfectly. Oh, for sure. Um, Clemson, Rutgers. I mean. I don't know anything about Clemson, really. Uh, let's see what the stats give me. Oh, Rutgers are one and seven against top twenty-five. We are going for Clemson. I agree. Uh, even though this is one of the more boring matchups, in my opinion. I mean, <laughs> it pretty it really is. I mean, Clemson, Rutgers, football. Maybe this would be a little bit more entertaining, just to watch Clemson dominate. Um, so I'll take Clemson, even though. I don't think either of these teams are going to be really dangerous to anyone. Yeah, I don't think these guys are making it really far because you got Houston and Cleveland State. Cleveland State, I don't – I think Houston's – we played Houston last year, two years ago in the AC, uh, NCAA tournament, and they have – they're 1-0 versus top 25 opponents, their conference – Decision tree says ninety seven percent Houston. We're going to Houston. I agree. Uh, you know, Houston actually, even though they were a top ten team, they didn't win their conference regular season. It was Wichita State, but still, uh, I think Houston is the best team in that conference. And uh, they got Quentin Grimes, uh, who's a transfer from Kansas. That's about. I mean, I feel like I should know more about Houston, but that's about all I know for now. Uh, so I'll take Houston as well. So now we'll finish the round of 32 on the right side. So it'll be the Baylor side for you. Oh, all right. All right. I got it. Okay. So Baylor, North Carolina. This is a tough matchup. Uh, actually, I mean, uh, the way Carolina's playing, I could see them pulling off the upset, but I'm going to stick with Baylor here. I think I'm going, I think I'm going, definitely going Baylor too. This is an interesting one. Villanova, Purdue. All right, so for me, it's Winthrop Purdue. Uh, oh, so I mean, like we'll just have to keep that in mind when we make these choices. But that's true. But uh, I'm I, I'm taking Purdue in my matchup. Interesting. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going Purdue too. I think. I think that's the. Huh. That's an that'll be an interesting one from other brackets, but I'll go Purdue for this one. Um. I think we both have Texas Tech, Arkansas. Yes. I'm gonna go Texas Tech. Chris Beard. I like. Well, I'm a big Chris Beard fan, but I'm also a big SEC fan, and I like I said earlier, I'm a bigger. Um, I think Arkansas could go deep, so I will also or I will take Arkansas. I want. See, I want Arkansas to win, but I think Texas Tech will win. Gotcha. I mean, they're eighth in the BPI. They played in a, you know, the second best conference in basketball. So, I mean, Texas Tech 
could certainly win, but I like, but I'll take Arkansas. We got Florida, Ohio State. Well, I, I just got done talking about how much I love the SEC, but I like Ohio State in this game. I do too. Um, it sucks that they lost today, but I mean, it was close, very close. So, Ohio State, it is. Uh, Illinois, Georgia Tech. Nothing. Not a lot need to be said there. Yeah, uh, I like Illinois here. Uh, I could see Georgia Tech keeping this uh, close game throughout, you know, just because they're a very feisty team. Uh, I really like Jose Alvarado, and then they got uh, the ACC Player of the Year and Moses Wright. But I am going to take Illinois here. Good pick, good pick. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. I think Tennessee will be able to contain Kate Cunningham for – uh, the majority of it. I feel like this is a Trey Young situation when he was at Oklahoma. In, oh, I understand Oklahoma has better, more people, but I still think Tennessee can pull this one off. So are you taking Tennessee? I'm taking Tennessee. Oof. I, there's not a bone in my body that wants to take Tennessee, uh, which is why I'm really? not going to do it. Uh, I yeah, Listen, I'm the biggest Tennessee hater out there. I can't stand Tennessee. Their basketball I'm just, program. Their football. I'm just picking up for the SEC. Uh, uh, SEC. Usually I'm like that too. But I'm all SEC except for Tennessee. Um, like, I hate their football program. I hate their basketball program. I hate everything about them. I, I mean, the state's okay. Uh, but, well, I got hurt in Tennessee. Uh, but <laughs> I'll take Oklahoma State in this game. Cade Cunningham, once again, just – a really hard player to stop. That will probably be a good pick. Syracuse, West Virginia. Bob Huggins. I got to go with the West Virginia. I like West Virginia, too. Uh, they play a really fun style of basketball. And, uh, you know, I think Syracuse gets the upset in the first round. And, really, they were a bubble team who kind of had to win a couple games in the ICC tournament to get here. But I think West Virginia wins. And then, last but not least, Clemson-Houston, which will also be an extremely boring it game. Might, well, you said last but not least, but it might be least. <laughs> Probably least, yeah. But Houston, definitely. Houston, I agree. Uh, just, I mean, Houston's been one of those teams, you know, they're from a smaller conference, so they don't really think about them very much. But they've been consistently, you know, up in those higher rankings. So, you know, props to them. So, I'll take them over Clemson. All right. So, then – Next Sunday, we will wrap it up with the second part of the round of 32, and then we'll get to the Sweet 16, and we'll make our picks then. Um, we've been here for a good hour and a half. Wow. Uh, uh, for those who are listening, you might have to you know take breaks in between, get you some popcorn, go to the bathroom. But you know what? You know, it's fun. You know, hour and a half podcast, we'll take it. It's been, it's been a while, but yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. Um We'll we'll be here next next Sunday. This will be uploaded on Monday. Just, yeah, just I appreciate everybody listens. You got anything else to say? Uh, you know. Oh 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 yes, I do have something to say. Uh, you want to talk about your uh your blog? Oh well, uh sure, thank you. Uh, well, actually, like there's been a development in that, uh, that I can talk about next Sunday. Uh, so I'll so I'll just say it for next Sunday. All right, sounds good. <laughs> I know but, I know uh, it's kind of a you know weird way to say it, but you know there's. There's some behind-the-scenes stuff going on that I can't really talk about right now, so I'll save it 
for next Sunday, like when we're on. Good stuff. But uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I appreciate everybody listening and stay through the entire thing. Um, yep. Yeah.